Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mayor Greg Fisher podcast. I am Greg Fisher. Good to be with you here today. Now, something we've understood from day one of my administration is that in order for our people to have the opportunity to reach their full human potential, they need access to good jobs, great jobs, and our business community needs the tools necessary to thrive. So that's why in 2014, after observing how our economic development was working here in the city, we created Louisville Forward as a one-stop shop for economic and community development, combining business attraction, expansion, and retention activities, along with talent and workforce attraction with the city's real estate development, land use, and planning and designing functions. Now that's a mouthful, but I can tell you as a former business person that's now the mayor of the city, what I wanted when I was dealing with governments was one-stop shop, make it easy for me, and I can tell you that I did not locate in certain places where it was just too difficult to navigate through the economic development area. So Louisville Forward is that one place where you can come and get all of those answers in one spot. So it streamlines the business decisions, it moves faster, and you gotta move at the speed of business. And that's what Louisville Forward does. So today, we're gonna talk about our work that the team has done over the last 12 years in economic development and continues to do so as we, our economy continues to grow. With us are Ben Moore, our Director of Economic Development, and Rebecca Fleischecker, Executive Director of Louisville Downtown Partnership and a veteran of Louisville's economic development where most of her career was spent with Metro Government. So welcome to you both. Thank you. Ben, let's start with you. Our local economy has certainly en endured some unprecedented shocks over the last 12 years or so. Uh, with the first recession, the second recession, the pandemic that nobody had in their business plan. So how does our economy look now? Our economy is looking very strong. Our, our numbers this year are almost uh, outpacing last year's. Uh, we added almost 3,900 new jobs last year and nearly a billion dollars in, in new capital investment with the projects that the Louisville Forward team worked on. Uh, and we're already approaching the halfway point this year. So we're excited for that. We also see a lot of activity in our small business and Metco loan programs, which means that local business is really thriving. And I can say from a tax standpoint, a tax collection standpoint, we're at or a little ahead of 2019. So when you take a look at how we were before the year, before the pandemic, what are your comments on that? We see a lot of activity from outside business interests as well as expansion opportunity here in the community. We have 72 projects in our pipeline that would total almost $3 billion in new capital investment. Uh, so we see that, that folks appreciate the Louisville Forward model, speed to business, decision makers are at the table when it comes to tax incentives and workforce. Um, and we believe that we have a strong year ahead. And there's a lot of acronyms in this business. You know, you, you hear about Redos and Lidos, and there's some talk about that in the community right now. Would you explain what all that is and where Louisville Forward fits? Sure, I'll do my best. Uh, so the Regional Economic Development Organization, or a Rido, uh, is really in, in Louisville is the 15 county region represented by the work of Greater Louisville Inc., which also doubles as the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and so Louisville Forward is our local economic development organization, or, or LIDO, and we have partners throughout the region uh, in, the various, in the various counties. So when you think about Jaytown, Bullitt County, Oldham County, one Southern Indiana, they all have a local economic development function that works at the granular level for a project to locate or expand in their community. So they're all LIDOs, there's one big RIDO. The taxpayers of Louisville are paying us to amplify our business here in Jefferson County that's what the Lido does. Correct, yes right. sir. And the Lido's out, if they get business leads or whatever, they sub them out to the various Lido's. Correct, we always say they're fishing with a wide net. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay, Rebecca, you spent most of your career here at Louisville Metro Government, so you've mm -hmm. seen quite a bit of change over the years, especially is to downtown. And 
of course, any downtown is super critical to an economy success. Downtowns are changing, especially yep. in this post-pandemic uh, world. So talk a little bit about our recovery period, how that's going, and what are you doing to accelerate the recovery of downtown? So downtowns are still, across the world, still a, a question of daytime and nighttime uh, and weekends. So nighttime and weekends, downtown's great. It's your cultural center, it's your attractions and social center. So a lot of people coming and filling up bars, restaurants, coming to ball games, coming to concerts, and that's really exciting. Um, le leisure tourism also is building on those numbers, and that started earlier than anyone expected. Um, I'd say in 2020, we were, um, 2021, we were surprised to see leisure tourism beginning. And I think that's because people want to be together. We're social beings and Louisville's easy to drive to. Downtown has the majority of those attractions and hotels. So it makes sense that uh, downtown did benefit from that. However, uh, our daytime is slow to return. The office workers really are um, the difference in that. And that's because of COVID. It was because of COVID. And now uh, employees just want flexibility and it's slower to return than we were hoping. Um, that will become, um, I hope, will become a recovery in, in a year or so. And so what the things that I need to work on are how else do we get feet on the street? And so we're looking at how we can create more housing units. We need different uses in downtown. It can't, we can't rely on just employees anymore. Uh, we still have conventions that are returning. We think 2024 is when we'll be back to pre-convention, pre-pandemic um, levels. Uh, so that's exciting, but we're still doing really well. This week we have a 11,000 con uh, person convention in town right now. Um, so I do think that how we can in particular talk with developers about different uses. We need a diversity of them and a density of uses that will make a difference. For our buildings. Yes, for our buildings. Yeah. How can we reuse offices? Right, and it's, it's really interesting as we read around the country what's taken place and how New York City is going through an existential crisis right now about what their downtown is going to look like or Portland, Oregon, I was talking to the other day where they're still boarded up. So this is really a significant kind of nation-changing yeah. problem and something's going to be different. We just don't quite know what it is. I'm, yeah. I'm grateful that bourbonism you yeah. know, has really contributed to our comeback. And you saw those tourists really coming back. Of course, it's led to the development of all kinds of new hotel properties yep. as well. So where do you see that kind of touristic segment uh, playing? It is growing and it's very large. And so where we see um, bourbonism is uh, you come here for a bachelorette party or um, bachelor party. A lot of those kinds of groups start here and go out into the state through our um, the bourbon trail. Kentucky Bourbon Trail or use Fraser Center, Fraser Museum to be able to visit what's downtown. Uh, it's unique. Nobody else has what we have. And so bourbonism is really important to our tourism sector where we can have a unique asset that people want to come and be a part of. Yeah, and I'm proud of our hospitality segment and our restaurant scene, certainly our bourbon scene. If you put all that together, that's why we seem to be a consistently like top five in the country for attraction. Yeah. And so we're seeing that kind of growth that we didn't have before. Definitely. So that's good. And it's very strong. Yeah. Now, earlier this year, Ben, we announced one of our biggest months for economic development in January in the, in the city's history, which was a great way to start the year. And I think we can attribute that in part to Louisville's strong pre-pandemic economy. So tell us a little bit more about the job and business growth that we're seeing leading up to 2020. And now we're seeing similar trends once this pandemic is kind of behind us, or are they different trends? 
Sure. You know, I think pre-pandemic, we, we've done a great job at Louisville Forward in really diving deep into our cluster strategies. Uh, every city and mid-sized city has a cluster strategy. What are you historically good at? Where do you have a future? And, and we've really gotten deep into the weeds on understanding where the jobs of the 21st century are going with our manufacturing, our logistics, our health and aging innovation spaces. Um, and, and so I think that, that we were much more laser focused on the types of jobs that were going to be paving the way for the future of Louisville uh, pre-pandemic. And that's why you had all the banner years or a seven time uh, site selection award winner, top 10 in the country. Um, so, you know, I think that's been, that was what was leading us there. Coming out of this, January was really led by a project in the EV space, the electric vehicle space with Quadrant Magnetics. Um, we're sitting at the crossroads of really where the electric vehicle manufacturing and supply chains are going to exist in the future. Kentucky's had two major announcements in that space, and Louisville has and will continue to benefit from that. Uh, you add in our, our FinTech and SureTech space, and also what we saw with pandemic uh, coming out in the digital health and aging innovation space, something we've been paying attention to for a very long time. Uh, but you, you see the, the focus of the country shifting to telehealth and how do you deliver uh, good services, medicine to folks that are, that are homebound because none of us could leave. And, and that really put that focus on that industry in a way that we hadn't seen. And I think Louisville's at the forefront of that in the future. And we made a good bet several years ago when we said we wanted to quintuple the amount of tech talent that we had in the community because we know obviously tech jobs, whether they're at a tech company or within an insurance company or manufacturing company are going to continue to grow. So whether it was our progress with UofL or JCPS, Microsoft, the Future of Work Project, the investments we made there, Code Louisville course has been very successful. It's really been wonderful to see how that has established itself and momentum now just scales off that in a significant way. So we're always going to have more to do, uh, but a lot of people have come together to really create this tech pipeline for us. Yes, sir. And we see the benefit of that with site selectors and consultants really looking at Louisville in new ways. That's part of our work as well to tell that story. And we're now in the, you know, the top 15 of emerging tech markets, places that we haven't been before. And that gets us a nod from the types of companies that we want to locate and grow here. And so talk a little bit then about Louisville Forward. How do you all actually contribute to these successes we're talking about? Sure. These are successes for our entire community. We are our entrepreneur public servants, and every day we come to work hoping to make our city a better place by growing the median wage in our city, which grows opportunity for generational wealth, uh, grows opportunity for folks to, to provide for their families, and it's been a very important part of, part of our work driven by the strategy that you laid out late eight years ago with Louisville Forward. Uh, we were one of the first cities in the country to tie our incentives to median wage as opposed to average wage. We think that's a much more accurate measure of what's going on in our city from an income, income growth standpoint. And so I think that, that as we continue to drive that, we see that, that rise, uh, we'll continue to see good, good growth with the companies that are here, but also uh, the folks that are looking to locate. And in our work, we grow the relationships with site selectors and consultants that work every day with companies to find a new location or maybe move their location. Um, we also have great relationships with the companies in our city. It's really a big part of our, what we do is that relationship management, being that trusted partner and that concierge, knowing that they can call us at any moment to get anything done. Uh, whether it's renaming a street or building a bus shelter, we have the ability to navigate the metro government, navigate our community partners in a way that's really effective for them. And you mentioned the bigger projects. I mean, I'm just as proud, if not more proud, that by our focus on advancing wages, not just number of jobs, we've moved 20,000 people out of poverty, another 20,000 into middle income jobs. So that's that intentional focus on upskilling, higher wage expectations. And then if we're gonna incent companies here, they've gotta be at a decent family supporting wage. 
Yes, sir. We have a higher level than other communities. Now, Rebecca, you're were part of the team that helped establish Louisville Forward, and you were part of the city's economic development efforts before that. So give us a longer view of our economic development efforts, what you've seen and what you think we're doing now and how it's working. Uh, we're a lot smarter. Um, that was That's definitely what I would pull from if you go back 20 years. Um, we, we were contracting out that work to GLI. Um, it was a different time, so we wanted any job that we could get, so we got a lot of call centers um, back in the early 2000s. Uh, we were giving um, higher incentives and not tying it to wages, so I feel like we weren't being able to increase our, our growth that, as smartly as we do now. And we also did not have such granular level details of the industry that where we wanted to focus, and so I think we got really smart around what is our competitive advantage and what can we brag um, that other cities can't brag about to site selectors or to companies looking to move. And I think it's made all the difference because it's raised the standard that the site selectors want to get and it makes it really helps that relationship management. Um, when I was in economic development, we worked a lot around retail and small business um, because we had contracted out the medium to large business uh, work. But it's also more special projects, and we kind of had a Louisville Ford and a junior version of it where we would work more closely with uh, planning and design, historic preservation, that kind of stuff that would help uh, inure to more economic development because, as I like to say, everything is economic development. Um, but we've just gotten really smart um, about it, and I think that the team that you've assembled over the years uh, know our industries and what makes us better, better than any other team we've had. Well, it's good when we talk to site selectors, they, it's interesting that they say, he says, you guys talk like business people. It's like, well, we are business people. We just happen to be entrepreneur public servants. I like that, Ben. And, and we said, look, we're not going to be everything to everybody, but a city has to have a value proposition just like a business does. So, you know, in other words, we're going to work with you because nobody else can give us what you can give us. You know, and in our case, we said, let's focus on five clusters where we think we can be either the best in the world or are the best in the world and that's wellness and aging, innovation, uh, manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, logistics, uh, bourbon, I'm gonna say bourbon, food and beverage, anchored by bourbon, <laughs> and, and then business services. So that kind of focus, infused by this tech talent that we've grown, has really got fantastic momentum behind us. So Ben, what do you say uh, to the entrepreneurs that we've got in the community. We've seen a really nice uplift in our entrepreneurs and startups, whether they be tech startups or food startups as well. If they're talk, thinking about getting into business, where does Louisville Forward come into f for them? Sure, we have an entire side of the house for them with our, our small business team and our Metco loan opportunities. Um, we have folks that will advocate for them through Small Business Development Corporation and other assets that we have in our community and really help them along with their business plan and to realize their dream of becoming a business owner or entrepreneur. Um, the entrepreneurial landscape in Louisville has certainly changed outside of even the Louisville Forward side of the last five or six years with the addition of Amplify, Render Capital, a lot more, uh, a lot more infusion of capital from outside of Louisville's coming in, um, Climavision and some other companies have had some major raises uh, that we are very proud of as a community and we, we share in that, 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 that celebration of their success. Um, but I think it's a great time to, to start a business, to, to think big and dream big. Um, you know, somebody's going to be the next Humana. Yeah, no, it's, you're right. In the last 90 days, we've had two announcements of over $100 million raises between Climavision and Demetrius Gray and his new company. So that's some strong work for any city. So kudos to all of them. 
Absolutely. So let's close with a question for both, both of you. First, Ben, uh, what are you looking forward to uh, for the rest of 2022? A sense of normalcy. Uh, no, I, I think that, that we have a, a, a great pipeline. We've had a great start to the year. The first four months were extremely excited and we've assembled an incredible team. You know, these folks are very, very passionate about improving their community. And I think at the core of our work, that's what matters the most um, because that means we're gonna do the right thing for our community. Um, I think focusing on these, these finer points in our strategy as Rebecca was outlining, as we've talked about, uh, the EV strategy with electric vehicles, our FinTech and Suratech, um, you know, as an example of where we've we've helped raise wages is, is, you know, years ago, logistics, it's a great place to locate here in Louisville where the convergence of interstates, we have UPS Worldport, but those jobs weren't paying well. Uh, and when Louisville Forward came in, we redefined that strategy to focus on healthcare and medical logistics, higher wage jobs. And now we have labs that produce synthetic DNA and do veterinary testing. Those are high wage jobs of the future. And we've been working with our partners at UPS uh, to magnify the asset of being the fifth largest cargo hub in the world uh, to really be at a finer point with better wages and better opportunity for folks in our community. I'm excited to continue that part of the strategy as well. And also just in investing and, and enjoying in our, our festivals and, and the Kentucky Derby coming up and uh, all the great things that are gonna happen in the fall and uh, seeing our downtown come alive again. I think that's that's what I'm looking to yeah. forward to. And I'll add our workforce development in as well. You know, the whole cradle to career we've developed there, the Evolve 502, where now every public school student can get a post-secondary degree with no financial constraints. The, the partnership with JCPS and their academies, all of our workforce coming together and saying, here's the business needs we need and kind of the back office we've built for them to then create those uh, skills for them in the workforce, whether they're students or adults going to upskill their wages. I see a lot of momentum continuing with that. And the CEO groups coming together, whether it be aging and innovation or, or food or, or logistics and saying, here's what we need. And they have confidence in us now that we can design those programs and we've got an ecosystem that can develop that type of talent for them. So it's really come together in a nice way. And I think it's, once you have success like that and people believe in you, it's like, okay, we can do even more and we can scale even more. So Rebecca, thank you. You had a lot to do with that and you still do. So tell me what you're looking forward to for the balance of the year. Uh, I'm looking for how to create a more vibrant uh, downtowns. And that means feet on the street, I keep saying that. And how can we create programming and activations and a, an environment that makes people want to be here. And uh, we will be having events that will show that people are confident and comfortable and having a good time in downtown. Hopefully get people off the fence who aren't sure if downtown is somewhere they can go or should go. Because of course it is, it's for everybody and it is a beautiful active space that we want more people to, to join. I'm gonna be working on uh, the employers, hopefully get more people in the office during the daytime and just make downtown as beautiful as we can. Perfect. Well, for the downtown employers, we need you, okay? And if you're thinking about where to relocate in Jefferson County, of course, we're a metro government, so we love you no matter where you go, uh, but you've got to have a strong, vibrant downtown. And we see more and more evidence, obviously, of younger people wanting to yes. be around downtown and edge neighborhoods. So uh, contact Louisville Forward, contact Louisville Downtown Partnership. We'll provide you with every resource you need and certainly concierge service as well. So I'm Mayor Greg Fisher. Thank you for joining our podcast. Thank you.